Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Recasted, or How I Learned to Stop Caring and Love Listening to Podcasts About Remaking Movies. Yay! Yay! <laughs> you have finally found yourself at the very last episode of our double month-long theme of looking at top-notch directors. As we have done with Hitchcock, Kurosawa, and Spielberg, we've worked through his directorial debut and are now preparing to dive into one of Stanley Kubrick's most critically successful films, as rated by Rotten and Tomatoes and not us. Although there were a lot of Kubrick ones. Yes. Plus, we've done a couple of them. With us is President Hassa of the Recasted Nation. Hello. And General of the Recasted Army is myself, Chris. For our last movie, uh, the title alone is a bit of a mouthful. And the title <laughs> character isn't even in it that long. But whatever. Let's get to recasting Dr. Strangelove or... How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Bomb! Yeah. So yes, this is his top rated on the tomato score. Mm -hmm. um, so we did it by critics, because audiences are weird. Um, <laughs> so this got a 98 and a 94 from audiences. Um, his next one would be down as 96 for Paths of Glory and The Killing. Spartacus got 94, 2001 got 91, Full Metal Jacket also got 91, and so did Lolita. Lolita. The only one we've, well, one of the ones we've done, Barry Lyndon, got 89, Clockwork Orange, 88. Shining. Shining, 82. Hmm. Yeah. And then Eyes Wide Shut, and then last week's movie, Fear and Desire, 71. Yes. But with an audience score of 36. Because... <laughs> It was a bad movie. <laughs> this sucked. movie, however, was very, very good. I so honestly have never seen this movie before. I've always seen snippets, um, especially from uh, the War Room. Yeah, the War Room has always been a big one. Uh, there's always the uh, the line of, "Gentlemen, there is no fighting in the War Room," yeah. <laughs> and of course the iconic guy falling on the bomb yeah riding the bomb down so um <laughs> i i love this movie this was a good movie very good movie um <laughs> peter sellers is a great actor um and i was just saying to you before this like i didn't even recognize him as the president because the president was very subdued he was yeah um he was very back and very like eh but like Doctor Strange level was hilarious and, and was like very short time he was on screen. So short. Yeah. Um, and then even uh, Mandrake. Yeah. Was just. But like I was surprised by like George C. Scott was funny. Yeah. Which was something I didn't expect because like I've only seen him in like Patton, and then like a really creepy version of the Christmas Carol. Like <laughs> I do not expect him to be like this jokey, like um. It totally made me think of um, Kiva Sutherland's character from Monsters vs. Aliens. Okay. Yeah. Which totally made me think that he may have based that character off this one. Because um, he was yeah. he was Killmonger. And what was this guy? General uh, Buck Turgeson? Yeah, Buck. Buck God, the, the, name, the names in this movie. Gen Brigadier General Jack D. Ripper. Yeah. Yeah, Colonel Lionel Mandrake. Um, Slim Pickens' character. You mm -hmm. know what he was called? Um, Major yes. King Kong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but Slim Pickens. <laughs> yeah. That guy just... Well, Bat Guano. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. That was one of the other guys. I don't think we... Did we... No, we didn't no. cast him. Yeah. Merkin Muffley. Yeah, the president Merkin. Yeah. yeah. Even... Oh, I don't know if it's in my... Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I don't think it's in... Even um, Dr. Strangelove, when he says, oh, his real name was blah, 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 mm-hmm. in German, it actually means Strangelove. <laughs> he just changed it. But, yeah, this was a... This was a good movie. This was a good movie. I mean, some of the special effects, the yeah. plane, though the inside of the plane was good. Great, and but like even like the forced perspective of the outside of the plane, where yeah. it was clearly just a model and a and a background going by. Like when it would be like when like they they made it so that it looked like the camera was going from above the plane. Mm-hmm. to below the plane which is something that they didn't really do with miniatures like that back in the back no. in the day so it was kind of impressive that they did that um but yeah like yeah i enjoyed the acting of this like um jack d ripper was just like so nuts you know they put fluoride fluoride do you know what fluoridation is yeah it's like your body, your pure, yeah. your pure fluids, yeah. body fluids. <laughs> what? What's going on? Yeah, uh, he was just hilarious, and like, I loved so you loved how calm the president was, and I love the fact that you don't hear the Russian side of the conversation. I love it's that. It's just like, no, so no. much funnier. We didn't do this. We, you know, where Vladimir, Vladimir. <laughs> No, I, I do like you. I like you as a friend. We're friends, right? <laughs> he just keeps going. Because like, like, even when Alexa gives him the, the phone, he's like, I think he's drunk. <laughs> Hello, Vladimir? Yeah, yeah, it's Merkin. <laughs> just like, um, yeah, it's that, uh, yeah. Some of those lines are just great. And yes, the way... I, I love the fact that he's like... Um, Mandrake is like, I need to call the president. Do, do you have an extra quarter? Can no. I make this a collect call? He's like, can, do you have an extra quarter? Yes, I came into combat with extra loose change in my pocket. Can you, can you shoot the Coca-Cola machine? That's, that's property that's of private Coca-Cola. Property. Of Coca-Cola. You would have to do with the Coca-Cola company. <laughs> like, um, this is serious. <laughs> I love. I just love how like absurd it was, yeah, and that's was... what what made it great. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey! Sorry, got a hey, cat hey, in hey. here trying to eat my wires. Um, yeah, because the thing is, like, it was ridiculous and over the top in all the great ways. But every character played it seriously, mm-hmm. and it made it just that much better. Um, Again, as I said, like it was weird seeing George C. Scott do this, but like one of the best parts was when he was yelling at the president and pointing at the look at the board, look and, he, at the and he, board. He, he's walking backwards and he falls over and rolls and then gets right back up. It's just like that could not have been in the script. Okay, fun fact: <laughs> the scene where General General Turgidson trips and falls in the war room and then gets back up and resumes talking as if nothing happened really was an accident. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick mistakenly thought it was George C. Scott really in character, so he left it in the film. <laughs> but yeah, you're totally right. Like, the look on his face is just like, because when he gets yeah. up and keeps going, it's just like, huh? 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 and he's huh? like, okay. <laughs> look at the boy. Because yeah. um, there's always those shots sometimes in movies where you can tell like something's gone wrong. Yep. And they're like, one of the actors is looking off screen going, 
Are you going to say well, cut? Or like... um, true Lies. Best example of that. When Jamie Lee Curtis falls over, mm-hmm. you can literally see Schwarzenegger get up to go help her. <laughs> and, and then goes, right back, up. goes yeah. right back down and he resumes and you're just like... Okay, let's get into some other fun facts. They're making that into a TV show. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're we, fun. We, we beat them to it. We did. Okay. Maybe they'll listen to us. <laughs> I don't remember what we did, but we did it. It's very different from what they're doing. Yes. Fun facts. Okay, so we already talked about the one where he trips and falls. Sorry, I didn't mean to no, no. step on your toes. 100%. Um, so the film led to actual changes in policies to ensure that the events depicted could never really occur in real life. Because when you think about it, it scares the shit out of you. But like, this is not the only movie where this has been a problem. No. And like the fact, the fact that this is a comedy mm-hmm. makes it all the better. And like, if if part of like the thing is like if you watch like I don't I think it was like sixty minutes. Some sort of news program did something about nuclear silos in America back yeah. in like maybe five, ten years ago. And like some of them were still running on like old school floppy disks. Yeah. Like there was because never... because there's no reason to update tech technology because one, they're never used. No. And two, they're so old school at some point you couldn't really hack it. Yeah, but that that's the thing, right? right? Like it's like running on a DOS system yeah. that But like one of the ones I believe was like they're like well, that's all fine, but the blast door has been broken for a year, and they're using a crowbar to prop it open. That's probably not the safest. <laughs> Remember reading one where they're like, "Yeah, the password for for I think getting into the bunker or something for years was set to zero 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 zero." Yeah, and that was it. Like they're like, mm. "Okay, so it's like who's gonna walk up to a nuclear bunker and try and get in?" Hey, one of the Soviets once walked into an airfield. Took a Sidewinder missile, put it in a wheelbarrow, took it to his car, put it in his car, and then mailed it piece by piece back to Russia. Nice. Good job, America. That should be a movie. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Speaking of which, Mr. Peter Sellers improvised most of his lines. (laughs) And one of the most significant um, is in the final scene where Sellers, as Dr. Strangelove, exclaims... Do you want to do it? Mind fear! I can walk! walk! <laughs> According to Kubrick, uh, Peter said he couldn't promise to do the same thing twice, and he couldn't do anything more than two to three times. So the day we did the sequence, I had six cameras lined up, and he came in, and no one knew what he was going to do, himself included. <laughs> I think we talked about this a little last week on that topic. Because yeah. you think Kubrick, the guy that, you know... Needs the, the shot perfectionist. for shot yeah. perfection. Had Peter Sellers improvise almost all his stuff. Yeah, that's and trust. It was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Something that we also know: James Earl Jones was in this. Yeah, that was surprising. And he initially thought that Slim Pickens was staying in character off camera until being told he was put. He wasn't putting on the character. That's, that's just, just the way he always is. <laughs> Also, nobody told Slim Pickens this was a comedy, which is why he played it so straight. Yeah, but that made it perfect because yeah. of the stupid accent. Mm-hmm. I know it's his real accent, but it's yeah. just such a thick... He also showed up, and they so Slim Pickens showed up in his cowboy attire because that's what he wears. Mm-hmm. He had never been out of the States. This was the first time he had to leave. He showed up, and they thought the costume department had already gotten to him. 
And he's like, no, this is just what I wear. <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, lastly, as more fun facts, at around the 28-minute mark, uh, General Turgidson explains that they have determined there are around 17,000 three-letter code combinations possible for the prefix. <laughs> They would need to send to get a message through. It should take about two to three days. (laughs) That is actually correct. There are 17,576, assuming two and three letter repeats are allowed. So AAA, AAB, respectively. He then says it will take about 2.5 days to transmit them all. That works out to an attempt lasting 10 seconds each. Now, I thought about this. (laughs) This is super important. Yep. Could you not just get 17,000 people and be like, you do all the A, you do A, <laughs> yeah. A, 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 B. Yeah. Like, just, just give them a piece everybody of paper. Send, send it at once. Yeah. Everybody in the military. Get a radio. Do this. President. <laughs> nope, didn't work. Next one. Um, yeah, well, there, was, there was a lot. Um, but, like, I think that was part of the comedy was the fact that, like, mm-hmm. instead of, like, going on like automatically actioning this churchism was like no no no, we need to talk about this yeah like <laughs> no no we need to figure out the ending i just it, it's so well it, summed up where they're like we we can live in silos we'll need i mean it's stupid where they're like five women to every man and then they're like oh, oh okay yeah we can do this and then they're like well what about the russians when this is over like they're gonna invade our silos and they're in you're like just starting the whole fight over and you're like really <laughs> yeah well it, it did i didn't that was actually the one thing i was kind of iffy about with the movie was the ending it just kind of abruptly ends mm-hmm. with you know classical music and mm-hmm. explosions and which is at, the, at, at that point i had to try and explain nuclear explosions to freya because she was watching them <laughs> with me and she's like what are those and i'm like those are the humanity's biggest mistake (laughs) because it is they kind of are um way to go oppenheimer he didn't like them either i know that's why i pulled them out (laughs) you think i was gonna go albert einstein heck no it's oppenheimer's fault Uh, i just wanted to make rockets yeah well, it was, it was like, well, was the German guy who invented the rocket? Yeah, he was. He like, I, I invented 3, the perfect right. rocket. It just landed on the wrong planet. Yeah, that was the the quote, mm. Iron Man three. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Forgot they had that in Iron Man. No, 3. but it is a true quote. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but no, I I enjoyed this movie. I'm so surprising. It was so surprising to me how much I did enjoy it, though. And like, yeah, like the scenes in the very tight and cramped b-52 bomber were like mm-hmm. well done like it oh, I looked didn't, i didn't have that one down i think i said it last week yeah um how they, they, they recreated the whole thing yeah because the air force would not give them permission so that's a general policy of the united states air force mm-hmm. that you are allowed to use their technology their planes their or sorry uh, this is military not just air force mm-hmm. um all their you know resources if you want them to have a movie but the movie has to paint them in a good light yeah and you're not allowed to use it if they do not. If it does not paint you in a good light. No. So, like, Top Gun Maverick was a huge movie yeah. this year. They had full reign over the Navy because that movie is a recruitment movie. So. That is uh, 100% a recruitment movie. <laughs> Look at all the cool shit you get to do. Yeah. Tom Cruise was in a plane that went the fastest yeah. ever. Yeah. And, and then sh- survived. Where am I? Earth. 
How did he survive? Because he's he he's, was going Mach nine. It's I because think. he was going at that point. He was going Mach ten point three. Ten point three, and it exploded. Yeah. You're you're not even coming out of that as like no, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah, but he's Ethan Hunt, so he's indestructible. He's got plot armor. He's got plot. Armor. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So, what did we decide for this movie? Did we decide on one person playing three roles or three people playing three roles? I have three people playing three roles. So do I. Um, it as... would have been good, but. I mean, there's a lot of comedians that it could probably pull it off. Yeah. I just don't feel... I feel like you could do the um, Mandrake and President or Mandrake and Strangelove. But, but the thing is, it's funnier if it's Strangelove and President. Yeah, but I feel like... Because then it's like two sides the... to the same coin type of thing. Yeah. But for... I think it would be funny if you did Mandrake and Strangelove because they're both foreigners in America. True, yeah. And you were like, we only had one foreigner. We had to get this guy to play him. <laughs> Good point. I didn't mm-hmm. think about that. Um, but like, I, I want to keep, for like my version of the film, mm-hmm. I want to keep the the straight the straightness of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want it to get goofy. Uh, you said the alternate ending was supposed to be a pie fight. They were supposed to have a, a big pie fight between the Russians and the Americans. Like that would have been funny, but it would have taken away from the seriousness of the picture. They did film it, and yeah. you can look it up and find it. But yeah, you're right. And one of the reasons Kubrick didn't is because he was like, he didn't feel like it was equal to the satire he was going for. Yeah, it yeah, would have been more slapstick, and yeah. which I, I yeah I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't think it really needs. But you do need to end it differently, maybe. Or, mm-hmm. like, more... Not just, like, boom, we've ended it. Like, it needs to be, like, here we go. Yeah, and, and even if it even if it has the same kind of ending as, like, don't look up. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, it flicks to 28,000 years in the future where they're landing on a different planet or something like that. Because it was, like, a ridiculously long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And, you know, even if it's like that and it's just them emerging from a silo... And having the Russians there going, what? <laughs> like, the war just starting over again. <laughs> just, You're in the silo next door to us? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> the Canadians are like, we're okay, eh? <laughs> you yeah, that's right. I won stereotype Canadian. You didn't nuke us. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Everything was fine up here. A moose died. It was a sad day. <laughs> it was a sad day. <laughs> we have a monument to the moose. <laughs> But the greatest thing, we had a hundred years of winning the Stanley Cup. No one took it from us. <laughs> the only problem was that one time Vancouver won. Oh. We don't talk about that. Uh, Somehow the Canadians survived nuclear. Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, I think... And I, I'm, I would like to keep it in black and white. But I think I keep it in black and white and like have like some color here and there like i think it'd be fun to have like strange loves shirt red or something like that his glove his one glove yeah yeah something (laughs) you know um packing him all the time kind of like highlight some things Mm -hmm. right kind of like sin city kind of but not as not as as garish yeah not as like um no i don't mean that in a bad way that movie was good but like but that one is over the top mm -hmm. stuff but like for like certain people like i would have like uh, Turgenson's tie being that like bright army green type of thing and stuff like that. And You'd have Major King Kong's hat. Yeah. His cowboy hat. Yeah. Oh, like a brown. Yeah. 
So yeah. stuff like that. I think it'd be fun. And like red lights flashing in the planes and stuff mm. like that. Like I think that'd be that'd be an interesting like visual um, thing. But yeah, I kind of want to keep some of the stuff. Like I want definitely want to keep the fact that like everything seems very claustrophobic in the B fifty two. They don't really know what's going on. They're just mm-hmm. being like, let's do this because this is what we're told to do. Do you love the their like survival pack? It's like one package of pantyhose, <laughs> one pack of lipstick. <laughs> One thing and blah blah blah. You have a good night in Vegas bullions. with this. Yeah, and you're like, what? <laughs> like, this well, is the, 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 it's like for survival stuff, though, right? Right. I know, yeah. but it's still just like, yeah. What? Yeah. I... But then, and then I also love the part where. Or Slim's up there fixing the thing, and then the bomb releases, and he goes down, and then Jojo Jones goes, "What about the major?" <laughs> and like, it was clearly eighty yard. Because yeah. they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> the pilot. <laughs> the pilot. Yeah. Well, we're all... Because the thing is, too, like, have you have you heard the um, the stories of the people who actually dropped? Uh, the the fat, yeah. fat man and little, little boy? Where they were like, it was such a huge weight off the plane that it kind of, like, one, almost mm-hmm. crashed. And they had to, like, get out of there as, as fast as they could because it was such a big explosion yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And, like, yeah. Yep. Like, it was rough yeah. yeah and they also have to deal with what they did yeah the the yeah, emotional fallout yeah. of that action um speaking of this movie though uh some of the changes that not the changes i'm i want this in color but i want this in like a 70s vibe color like austin powers bright a little bit okay like i want I like because the I, war room table was covered in green felt mm-hmm. because it was supposed to look like a poker table, and it's like stuff like that would be in color for mine. Yeah, right. But like, I want the the boards to be the like stupid like old school lights that are like click <laughs> click, click click like as it moves down. Like yeah. it's not an LED. I want like yeah the B fifty two bombers to still be that, and like everything to just be these like weird radios that they're just they can't yeah. get a hold of and and i love the fact that <laughs> we're fine if you shoot them down yeah what are you, are you sure <laughs> we're giving you where they're flying yeah. he's now saying that they only got down three not four <laughs> but we can still do one it's like <laughs> stop it turgeson Yeah, oh, it was. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think like I wouldn't change this movie that much. It's kind of like how we had had this conversation with Spielberg, where it'd be fun to see someone's take on this film. Um, I would think like someone like Peyton Reed, who did the Ant Man movies mm-hmm. and stuff like that, could do a good satire of this. Or um, oh shit, what's their name? What movies? Uh, well, I'll figure it out. But like, there's there's some quite a few like good like satire filmmakers out there. Well, I mean, even you said like, don't look up. Yeah, like that the way that was kind of filmed is like how this is. Like this is those are two basically the same movies. Mm-hmm. It's basically, hey, there's a disaster we could like, avert, but we choose not to. I was thinking, thank you for smoking, which oh, is actually I forgot yes. was Jason Reitman. That was Aaron Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. Because, like, that movie was such a good satire of the, the tobacco industry. The only thing I ever and really remember about that is he... was so funny. They... Somebody 
attacks him and sticks all those nicotine patches on him, and, and because guys. because he smoked, he, he was able to survive, yeah. and that's why he's like. But he would he wasn't allowed to smoke again ever again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he was still a tobacco lobbyist after that. This is like Jesus, man. <laughs> a merchant of death. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you got to find the right person to do it because mm-hmm. you. I agree. Like you can't do over the top slapstick. Yeah. You can't do like too much, but. And like you can't do. Like you have to do a lot of straight man. This is gonna sound jokes. shitty. You can't do Ghostbusters twenty sixteen. No. Right. You can't do everybody wants to be an improviser type. Everyone of thing. wants to be Bill Murray. Yeah, you can't do that. Like this has to be, like. A full-on, this is a written movie designed to be serious that is not. This isn't like a Seth Green or... Yeah. Or Adam Sandler. Sorry, no. those are the ones that came out of my head. Can't be like one of their movies where it's like, oh, we, or a Ryan Reynolds movie. It can't be a Deadpool where no. you just make make it up on it. Like, this has to be... Yeah. And I think that's where the comedy of it comes one from the absurdity mm-hmm. of what's happening and the fact that they're in the war room while this is happening and like yeah and there's a, on the phone and there's like, a there's a buffet at the other end there's a buffet with, with alcohol they're eating yeah. he you can't bring the russian in the war room he's gonna see the screen yeah. look at that, the screen that's the point buck <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he had a camera and then later on you see he actually, he actually has, has a camera, camera and like in his shoe or something like yeah. that yeah just like this, but that's already too late like yeah. you're like what is this the, yeah the nukes are going off buddy yeah. Like, yeah i just it's just or even when he's like talking in russian and they're like what did he say what did he say and he's like <laughs> okay fast <laughs> yeah he's like what we're all going to die. <laughs> like, just... yeah. Yeah, oh, very, yeah. very good. Okay. Shall we get to the cast? Because it is a sizable cast when you separate the Sellerses. Yes. So. So we talked about Stanley, so we don't really need to talk about Stanley again. Yeah. And, like, I'm, I'm not, the only thing I'm going to really talk about Stanley Kubrick is I never expected that Stanley Kubrick would do such a good comedy. Yeah, see, I was surprised at that too. And when you told me last week that Peter, Peter improvised Sellers. most of his yeah. stuff, it's kind of surprising because uh, what I know about, I almost said strange, what <laughs> I know about Kubrick is the fact that he is straight up like do it on the page type of guy. And that's where I was like, oh, I wonder how he was like reacting with Sellers. And, but he, apparently everything I was reading was like, he loved Sellers. Like he loved how funny this guy was. But maybe that was just because... Of he knew Sellers from other stuff, right? And just thought yes. he was funny. I think he worked with Peter Sellers prior. Or he... Something like that. Yeah. I can't remember, but we'll get to it when we get to it. Okay. Are we... We're starting off, I guess, with the Russian ambassador. Alexei de Sedinsky. Sedesky. Sedesky, I guess. Played by Peter Bull. Um, who is known for... Do we want to talk about Darth Vader? James we Earl didn't Jones. we didn't recast his character because it was very smart, but well, Lo- the fact that James Earl Jones and it took me a while to realize it was James really? Earl Jones. Well, it the took first me time... one line. Oh, well, the line, yes, but you do see him prior to that. Yeah, so he played Lieutenant Lothar Zog, James Earl Jones. <laughs> Lothar Zog. Uh, Peter Bull is known for Doctor Strange Love, 
The African Queen, mm. Tom Jones. Not and, unusual. <laughs> um, he where he played Thwackum. Okay. T H W A C K U M. You you Thwackum. You got him. We thwack him good. <laughs> and then Saravand. Ooh. Yeah. What the hell is Tom Jones? He's not unusual. I don't think it's actually about Tom Jones. No. I think it's about something else. It's about an old timey guy. It looks like um. Same era as um, other Kubrick movie we did that we hated. D- Barry Lyndon. Oh, Barry Lyndon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Looks at like the same era. Because it's all like wigs and mm-hmm. shit. Who did you have for Alexei? So for my Russian ambassador, Alexei de Sedesky. Um, I'm going to mess up his last name. I went with Michael Nyquist. Nyquist? <laughs> N-Y-Q-V-I-S-T. Michael Nyquist? Is that it? From Ghost Protocol? Is he from Ghost Protocol? No. I chose Vigo from John Wick. Okay. Isn't he dead? No. Isn't he still alive? <laughs> I thought he died. Did he die? Oh my goodness. Okay, you tell me who you pick and I'll look up my guy and make sure he's not dead. Because he was the original um, um, girl with a dragon tattoo. He was the original guy. Was he? Yeah. Is he dead? I'm pretty sure he died. Oh my god, he did die. <laughs> Why did I not notice that? Okay, well, I chose a dead guy. That's okay. We've done it before. I've done it before. We're bringing him back to life. Yeah. And but yeah, he was also the bad guy in Ghost Protocol. He was. Who was? But which he was my favorite bad guy in the whole. Um, okay. Apart from Henry Cavill, because you know. Then I'm going for shotgun. secondary option. <laughs> shotgun arms. I'm going for his cousin. Okay. Peter Stomare. Ah. There you go. <laughs> the guy who's like, with a fucking pencil. <laughs> who does that? Also, like, you need a Russian? You get Peter Stormare. <laughs> who can do a, a straight man Russian. Yeah. Old as shit, too, but. <laughs> Definitely, but it's still going. Sorry, I didn't. That's okay. I don't know why. It's like, Great oh. actor. It was kind of surprising because he died fairly young, like 50-something. Yeah, he died in 2017. But like, it was pretty I, much right after John Wick. I guess because I was like, oh, yeah, John Wick was so good. And mm. then I was like, he would do so well. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> okay. We messed up. It's okay. We all get one. Yes. Everybody gets one. Tell them. Everybody gets one. <laughs> Who did you choose? Um, weird choice, but I just thought it'd be funny. And kind of the same along the lines of what when he when she played Bob Dylan. Okay. I picked Kate Blanchett. Oh. Because I just think it'd be funny is if she was playing like full on man, full on Russian, full on because like she could do that straight yep. as hell, and it'd be funny as shit because she's just talented as hell and she's yep. really good with accents. Yeah. Um, I can totally see it too, though. <laughs> Yeah, you can. But right? you could also, I mean, you could also kind of do the joke with like Turgidson and be like, that Russian's a woman. And be like, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're trying to trick us here, Mr. President. Mm-hmm. Yep. I heard rumors that he's a she. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but like, yeah. I just. No, I. I yeah. I, I, think I, I did use her at the beginning of this month. She is also, but it was she also, five movies ago. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say she is also alive. So you yeah, know, you're one, up, you're one up on me. Yeah. Okay. Next is our favorite. I'm gonna guess Texan. Slim Pickens. Slim Pickens. <laughs> if he is not known for blazing saddles, I'm throwing my laptop out the window. 
Yes. Uh, okay. I was going to be like, fuck. Taggart. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he was Taggart. Did you not know that? No. <laughs> that is like the number one place I know Slim Pickens I, I from. Have, I, I've known the name for years, and I just never put two and two together. You No? No. Yeah, he's Taggart. Yeah. And that that is like and the number can, one place I've only ever... And now I can hear ever, it. Yeah. I can hear it in my head. And, yeah. He's also known for the, this movie, yeah. uh, The Getaway, and 1941. Mm-hmm. One of... Uh, um, Stan, uh, Steven Spielberg's rare flops. Yeah. Um, yeah, some pickings. Some pickings. <laughs> he is a cowboy when you need a cowboy. But 100% Taggart is what I've always known him from. Slim Pickens spent his early part of his career as a real cowboy and then mm-hmm. later part of his career playing cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. And he was great in this movie. Like... He was born in Kingsburg, California, yeah. near Friends, Fresno. <laughs> so, yeah. He's a Californian cowboy. Californian cowboy. You're up. Who's your Slim Pickens? Uh, Slim Pickens. <laughs> Who's your King Kong? My, that's... Yeah, Major King Kong. Um, because of the stupid accent, and I thought it'd be funny, I picked Bradley Cooper. Okay. Yeah, I was close on Bradley Cooper, but yeah, because yeah. um, I, you know, he's he's done southern accents before, mm-hmm. and you know, he's good with them. And again, I picked guy people who I know could be straight but still funny. Um, so yeah, I just mm-hmm. and I also went with a pretty A list cast. So uh, this is a straight up A list cast yeah. for me. Like it's gonna get some big names. <laughs> so this one though, I mean, he's still a big name and still probably a A list. Um, I went with Channing Tatum. Yeah. Because because of whiskey from... Um, the Golden Circle? Yeah. Kingsman? Kingsman. Because yeah. like, he could totally just play that. He plays that like Southern Texas cowboy. And I was like, he could totally just play this. And You didn't want to pick Man of the Hour, Pedro Pascal? Shh. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> we may have picked him later for something. <laughs> just because he did... I, know, he, I think he was whiskey. Who was... He was whiskey. I think uh, Tatum was champagne. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, crap. I just realized I have both of them in here. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. We'll figure out where he comes in later. Yeah. Um, but no, Channing Tatum, he can be funny when he needs to be, too. Yeah. We've, 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 met, we've talked about this before. As slapsticky and stupid as the 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street movies mm-hmm. are, both him and Jonah Hill play it fairly straight, and it makes it yeah. all the funnier. One of my favorite lines <laughs> is still, you know, you can get Wi-Fi anywhere, anywhere on you campus. Mean, you mean the the internet, Wi-Fi not the drug? The, Wi-Fi the drug. Oh, fuck you, brain. <laughs> and it's played so straight. Uh, one of the ones because we were just rewatching, I think, Twenty Two Jump Street, and one of the ones is when Patton Oswalt's doing his professor. Mm-hmm. He's like, just give me anything that's at the top of your head, and Chain Tanks is like, fire toad. <laughs> That's not a word, but I'll accept it. <laughs> Just like what? Yeah. So yeah, I figured he'd be a good. That's, I, I like that choice. Good choice. B fifty two bomber. Yeah. Okay. Um, Group Colonel Lionel Mandrake. Let's go. Or with Jack the Ripper. Let's go with Lionel Mandrake. Mm-hmm. So played by Peter Sellers. We'll do his thing at the end yes, when we do when we, when we Strange, hit Strange Love. and Mer- and Merkin Mufflin. Mm. Um, but. Um, so this is the 
British this is our, officer the that's British exchange on officer loan? who's on loan to this one particular base, probably because Peter Sellers could do a British accent. I'm pretty sure Peter Sellers he is. is British. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Right? Unlike other <laughs> Robiners, <laughs> I can do a British accent. Ooh. <laughs> We're going to do a Mel Brooks month one day. I told you, when he dies, we'll do a Mel Brooks month. Oh, The man is holding on. Well, Good for him. Well, way to make me sad and also happy, but sad. Hey, when is History of the World Part 2 coming? It's coming out soon. Yeah. Like, he's... Anyway, who is your... Is it mine or yours? Uh, yours. That's me. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably need your help on saying his name, because I always need your help on saying this guy's name. To tell you for? Yeah. <laughs> Mordo. Ah, you know, just... I don't even know if I say it right. Yeah, I just I say still... it with confidence. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I went with him, um, kind of because of Doctor Strange, because mm-hmm. um, he plays Mordo so straight as well. But I think having him more from um, Multiverse of Madness, where he yeah. was kind of a little more subdued, happy to see yeah. and Strange, and kind of like more of a like I want him to be. That happy like British guy that's just like, oh, oh was... um, are you sure we should be doing this? Yeah. Hold this mandrake, <laughs> okay. I like... always, I was, I'll, I'll always remember him as the agent from mm. Serenity. He was so good there yeah. too. So, but like, yeah, because he can play such a straight guy. Mm-hmm. But I still think because he can play a straight guy and be a little humorous, mm-hmm. and that's what I want, especially like after uh, Ripper, kind of goes nuts no when he goes when oh he offs himself <laughs> offs himself yeah it's like yeah yeah you take a shower and we'll get this all sorted out Bang. and i'm like damn it <laughs> <laughs> who, did, who did you have Who's um, your man drake i picked british straight man mr dev patel Ooh, good choice yeah i do um, like a good dev patel. again because you know i i could see him in the uniform being all mm-hmm. proper and being like yes sir uh, could I get the code to the door? <laughs> no, only I know the code to the door. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. And like, Hendrick, do you drink water? <laughs> That's a weird question. <laughs> yeah, and it was more of the... It was, for me, it's more of the... Because I pit him against this other actor for Jack D. Mm-hmm. Ripper, um, and I think it would just be endlessly hilarious watching this guy play a nut bar next to dev patel straight man okay <laughs> so speaking of him brigadier general jack d ripper yes i wonder where they got his name from jack d ripper <laughs> played by sterling hayden known for this movie the killing in 1956 the godfather where he had captain mccluskey yes he did god damn it <laughs> and the asphalt jungle where he played dicks handley Ooh. So he's just been Dick's playing. Dick's Handley. Yeah. He's just been playing a lot of people with weird names. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's weird. Floridation. Floridation. You know what that is? It's in the water. Yeah. That was such a. It was, for me, it was more of the grabbing the golf bag and, and pulling then out I'm the... pulling out the giant freaking the mounted brownie? machine gun. Brown and mounted machine gun. Yeah. Which he then fired. For me, it was just the way he kept saying fluids. Yeah. And you're just like, what? <laughs> so, obviously older. Uh, but okay. um, 
It's because it's my go. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, yeah. But because he has having a really good turn on Apple TV right now, I picked Harrison Ford. Okay. Watching him in Shrinking, he is so funny. And he is doing it so straight and so well. It's really nice seeing him not be Harrison Ford in something. Mm. Um, and I think it'd be funny to see... I, I can he, see I can see him doing it. Picture this, him this yelling at him with the point. <laughs> with the Harrison Ford point. <laughs> Do you know what's in the water? <laughs> He's doing the point. <laughs> right? And it's just But you you can also just see him like you you can see Mandrake saying like, Sir, like what what what's floor like and <laughs> him being like Floridation. And you could just see yeah. Harrison Ford going. Yeah. Like, just straight up, like, looking at him, like, you know? Right. Well, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, and if you have Apple TV, watch Shrinking. It is very funny. Mm-hmm. He is very good. At it. It's also sad, but it's very funny. <laughs> and he's very good. Because, again, yeah, it's really nice seeing him not be mm-hmm. Harrison Ford. Because, like, in, um, in, in, not Han Solo, in, what was the Star Wars movie he was in? Um, the new one. Yeah. He was just Harrison Ford. He was barely Han Solo, right? Force right. Awakens. Yes. It's like Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I got there. He's trying to go backwards. Right. But... And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. A lot of actors just play themselves. Leonardo DiCaprio made a complete mm-hmm. career out of it. But um, so is George Clooney. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it's really nice seeing him not play Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Harrison Ford. Who did you have? Oh. I, I went for somebody that I thought maybe we both would go for just because of how well he could play a straight army guy. And I went with Josh Brolin. Kind of because of the way he plays Cable. Yeah. Another great, you know. Yeah. But you can just see him like perfect military attire. Button down. Button yeah. down. And just having like, like that lean in and being like dead serious. Also about... very funny, man. Yeah. Hilarious. His impression of Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> in Men in Black 3, so good. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, he, he plays those so well, yeah. but he knows his com- his comedy. Yeah. So that's why I felt like he would, like, just... And he kind of looks like the same, like, character. Yeah. yeah. And just has that, like, dead, a- dead, like, stare of, like... This is the military, and we are these, and those are my boys out there, and they're never going to surrender. And you're like, what did you just do? Like, <laughs> you've gone off. So, yeah, Josh Brolin. Nice. I like it. Okay. Buck Turgeson. Buck, Buck Turgeson. <laughs> uh, George C. Scott. So, what is George C. Scott known for? Uh, Patton. Yeah. Where he played General S. General yeah, George Patton. S. Patton. He played Patton. Um, the Hustler. No. Nah. The Changeling. No. Nope. And Exorcist Three. Oh. <laughs> no. Uh, Exorcist. Uh, so Exorcist, one of the scariest movies of all time. If you ask the right people. Mm-hmm. Um, Exorcist Two, terrible trash fire. Exorcist Three, really good. <laughs> like surprisingly good. Because <laughs> George C. Scott's in it. <laughs> um. So, um, yeah. But again, like, those movies, mm-hmm. you're never going to think, oh, yeah, this guy's great for Dr. Strangelove. Well, he also, 
this was another another actor I remember reading about him. Um, he was one where he tried to play it really straight, and Kubrick actually wanted him to play it really over the top. Mm-hmm. So he would tell him, okay, we're going to do three normal takes, and then I want you to do one over the top. And George C. Scott was like, I don't want to do the... And he's like, okay, we'll do three normals, and then we'll do one over the top. And that's what he would do. And then they would use the one where he went over the top. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, just going down its thing, like, Oliver Twist, um, Mussolini, where Ooh. he played Mussolini. <laughs> like, like he was a serious, huh? serious actor. Um, yeah, it's just... It was so weird seeing him in this. Uh, it I is your go. It is me. This might be a bit of a curveball. I don't know. But I just felt like he would do it well. I went with Brad Pitt. Yeah, I could see it. Just because of the, know, cra- the, the crazy eyes. Yeah, crazy eyes, but like the, the buzz cut hair. But mm-hmm. like also that beginning where he's like in a Hawaiian shirt with his secretary. <laughs> but then like Is him it, just being like, look mean, at the board. Like, you mean Mrs. Scott? Mrs. Scott, yes. <laughs> that was the character's name. <laughs> the only female in the whole movie. Played by Tracy Reed. Mm-hmm. Give, her, give her props. Yeah, why not? Um, but like I felt like Brad Pitt can, again... Pull off a serious, but also knows his comedy. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, oh, you know, Ocean's Eleven, when he does, like, that kind of straight man really well. And then, um, but he plays but, a complete great and unbelievably good nut bar in 12 Monkeys. Yeah. Uh, um, but, like, Bullet Train. Yeah. He played so well in Bullet Train. I don't even know you. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting his ass kicked. <laughs> such a good movie <laughs> so many good people in that movie too yeah. yeah um but even like the vanisher yeah he shows up for like one second and you're like oh is that brad pitt oh yeah bullet train you get you you know you return the favor yeah <laughs> oh but like yeah i could see him as like this over-the-top military guy that's mm-hmm. like very paranoid about the Russians being there and everything, so... I went for a very similar reason, yep. reasoning, and I picked Matthew McConaughey. Nice. Yeah. Because, yep. <laughs> like, he, the, he occasionally does that really wide-eyed, mm-hmm. like, crazy talking, like... What is it? Not Wolf of Wall Street, is it? Uh, yeah, that, the was, one that was the one where he did the... the hand, yeah. 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 But, like, occasionally he just... He, he'll go off the wall and you're like... He's obviously an incredibly good actor, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I just I think it'd be fun. It was more of the uh, like I was gonna pick older people. No. Like actually, I had Harrison for this role, but like the physicality of it, I kind of wanted someone a little bit younger, so that's why yeah. I picked. You know, yeah. I, but yeah, I just think I'll it'd be it yeah. God, the movie was just good. It's hard to. It, no, it is. It's really hard not to pick. Like you want to pick some of the best, the best actors because yeah. they they were so good at these at these characters. Right? They made you feel these characters. Even though Slim Pickens was just Slim Pickens, you felt that he was King Kong. But right, the thing is, because he played it so like when he was he reading the so manual, straight, and but because I know him as Taggart, and I've always known him as Taggart. Yeah, and Taggart's such a comedy version of it. We're seeing him here where he was like the straight guy. Because I was going, oh, you got Slim Pickens. Oh, he's got to be a comedy. But he was more of the straight person. Whereas Peter Sellers, who will come up to shortly here. Mm -hmm. um, Twice. Was was not. (laughs) Was not as. Yeah. 
right? Was what the comedy guy? Exactly. He was the out of yeah. left field guy. Yeah. Okay. Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers, for Merkin Muffley. Let's go with that because Strange Love yeah. is the titular character. Might as well do him last. Which also, I would like to have more Strange Love in it. One hundred percent. Strange Love should be talking from the beginning. He should. It should be a um, a triangle of voices. It should be Merkin. Tergerson and Strangelove debating this, right? And they should be on, like, opposite sides of the circle, and they should have to yell at each other, and then, like, like hold on, hold on, let me move. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you move. Yeah. What, sir? Or, like, pick up the phone. <laughs> give, me, give him your phone. Give me your... Aww. <laughs> yeah. um, Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers. We'll do his thing next. Oh. Strangelove. Um, for this, he's young. He's too young to play the role of a president. But he has this ability to do this really deadpan, straight man talking. He did the Knives Out um, so well. And I picked Lakeith Stanfield. Oh, I thought you were going to go for Daniel Craig. No, I'm no, like, that oh, wasn't... That wasn't Craig. That yeah. was Knives Out. That's yeah. pretty good. No, um, but... Because his cop yep. in that... His detective. Yeah, he's just kind of like, yeah, okay. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, give him like... Because, you know, Merkin was bald, but he had this, yeah. the side things. Give him the side things. Make him gray. You can make Lucky Stanfield it, look older. Um, but, like, he could just do that where he's just like, no, no, calm down. <laughs> Vladimir. Vladimir. <laughs> Like, and I just, I need that because he's just also the, he, it's more of a stoner in Atlanta, but like the part he plays in Atlanta is also this kind of like calm headed, yeah. like in a crisis, calm kind of guy. And I just really wanted that for, <laughs> no, I for this that. part. So yeah. Who did you have? I put the man of the hour. Mr. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. It's president. Yeah mixture of you know as bad as wonder woman 1984 was like you know you have that happy you know fun loving pedro pascal um the mandalorian is great the last of us is amazing yeah i'm so enjoying it his character from game of thrones who was like happy and flamboyant and you know like he's got this range but like i think you have that Again, you kind of have that Wonder Woman uh, character who I cannot remember his name, and I should have looked it up. But you know where he was like Maxwell. Yes, Maxwell. Maxwell Lord, where he was like that salesman type guy (laughs) that was like trying to convince you to buy. Like, I kind of wanted like that happiness, but to also be like, oh, you did. We we did what? Like, kind of trying to sell it to the Vladimir. Like, yeah. Hey, so you know we. We may have done something. Yeah. Vladimir, Vladimir, are you crying? Like, <laughs> I just feel like he can interact with something because we know he can. Yeah. He can interact with some with somebody that's not there. Well, Grogu. Yeah. That's basically what he has to do the whole time. Yeah. Um, so. And he is such a comedian type character. Well, just see him, watch him in interviews. Yeah. He's always giggling. He's always laughing. Right. He's always talking about how, you know. He he forgot he was auditioning for something, and, uh, or he took an ambient. He took an ambient and went to bed, and they called him and was like, "Hey, you got the part?" And he's like, "So did I get the part? You, you got the part." Woke up this morning. I don't know if I got the part. <laughs> but well, it's all that story is along the lines of Henry Cavill playing WoW and yeah. missing the call to get Superman, yeah. right? 
Yeah, uh, so. See how see where that took him. Yeah. Go back to Geralt. <laughs> we want more. They don't they don't want him as Geralt anymore. That's the problem. Who doesn't? That's we a, do. Yes, that's a different thing. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. But and Pedro Pascal's so good. Yes. And he's been so good lately that Yeah. All okay. right. Dr. Strangelove. Last but not least, we get to talk about Peter Sellers. We haven't talked about him oh, yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Peter Sellers is in this? Peter Sellers is in this. Um, Can we talk about the fact that Strangelove has like eight minutes of screen time barely. and yet the movie is named yeah. after him? Um, he was born Richard Henry Sellers to a well-off acting family in 1925. Ooh. Do-do. So. Um, he died in 1980. God, I could have sworn he was alive when we were. Nope. I guess not. 54. Jesus. Um, mm-hmm. What is he known for? Do do, do do, the Pink Panther. Which one? Uh, Pink Panther one. I don't know what they're called. He's known uh, for the, re- the Return of the Pink Panther. He's known for the ter- Return and Strikes Again. And the Pink Panther Strikes Again. Um, He's known House for Party. Th- nope. No. Oh. I've never heard of this movie. It's called Being There. No. Um, yes, I never heard and... of it. Um, after the death of his employer forces him out of the only home he's ever known, a simple-minded sheltered gardener becomes an unlikely trusted advisor to a powerful tycoon. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah. Well, I think Pink Panther is where most people know him from. Yeah. I've never seen those movies. I have two of them, I think. I have the first one. I have the Pink Panther, and I think I have uh, the Revenge of the Pink Panther. So it looks like there's four? Yes, because I think there's Pink Panther, the Pink Panther Strikes Again, or the Return of the Pink Panther, and then there's like the Revenge of the Pink Panther. Mm-hmm. And then there's one where I think it's not even like the Pink Panther, it's just a, a quest, or like it's something else. Yeah, because like, just from the, the Pink Panther ones anyway, mm. it looks like it, but it's, it, the, I can't find the original, because it just starts with the return of the Pink Panther in 1975. Uh, maybe the original Maybe it's not called, called the, the Pink Panther. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Because he's after, I think, the Pink Panther Diamond in the first one, or the person okay. that stole the stole Pink it. Panther Diamond. Um. um but yeah, yeah, those movies are are well known. I is watched it, the Pink Panther TV show. Something as in the dark. Um, so maybe that's it. Jacques, Clu- what's his name in the movies? Uh, Inspector Clouseau. Shot in the dark. Shot in the dark from 1964. Right that's there. the that's the first one. Um, oh, and uh, the Pink Panther in 1963, where he also played Jacques Cousteau. So right. there's five. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I have a shot in the dark. Oh, he was in Lolita. Was he? Oh, yes. okay. So yeah, he didn't know as Doctor Zimth. He didn't know. So he Kubrick. worked with Cooper before. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I think he got Sellers to come in and do multiple characters. Because mm-hmm. I think there was a question that they were going to get him to do the major King Kong as well. They wanted him to do like four characters. And... Well, I'm glad they didn't. No, it would have been too much. No, but not like that. Because I just like Slim Pickens oh, for yeah. that part. And Slim Pickens was great for it. Yeah. But he was kind of a last-minute addition. Yeah, that great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, straight-up cowboy. Yeah. Um, anyway, who did you have as our 
amazing German scientist Dr. Strangelove. Used to be a Nazi. I don't know how well this will go across. I, I brought Robin in... Williams has been dead for oh. years. <laughs> I went with Robert Downey Jr. I didn't go with him, but I went with another MCU person. Okay. <laughs> um, I went with Robert Downey Jr. He has a he has a history of playing completely out there characters. Yes, yeah. he can play. He plays like these weird, quirky characters every so often. Mm-hmm. Um, currently bald. Is he currently bald? He shaved his head for something. Because so I was his... also looking. The last thing he did was Doctor Doolittle. Yeah, he hasn't worked. Yeah, and I was Why? like, and I, and I was questioning when I put him down, and I was like, I wonder if he just. I don't. Done? He hasn't like retired, retired, yeah. but he's just spend time with his kids and being fine. a weirdo on the internet why not is it is, is he being weird enough that no, I no, a, a good weirdo okay a good weirdo <laughs> i was gonna be like is this like yeah. i shouldn't have done no but you can i he, think you he just... recently made a speech because favreau got a star, hollywood Har- uh, star oh, yeah. On the, yeah so but i think you do like the crazy hair the glasses and you just let him like be weird mm-hmm. and i think you'd get it off so well and give him a weird... Yeah, get him off. <laughs> give him a weird German accent the and just... The moment you said it, my brain was like... <laughs> 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 give him a weird German accent and just Still be like... a child. But kind of like make it where... It's a little hard to tell it's Robert Downey Jr. From mm-hmm. afar. Mm-hmm. Until you kind of get up close and you're like, oh, it's him. Where you're like, wait, is that Robert Downey Jr.? A, l- a little less Grossman. Yeah. Going on. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that Tom Cruise? That is Tom Cruise. What's he doing in this movie? And why is he hilarious? Yeah, why is he being amazing? <laughs> this movie did not deserve him, but it got him. Yeah. So, yeah, no. Doctor Strange Love is Robert Downey Jr. I like it. So I went with another pine crazy out there MCU person, and I went Tom Hilson. Oh, good choice. Yeah, because like he. He has had those moments in other things, but as well as as Loki, just being like screaming, like "What is going on?" <laughs> or I like, have been falling <laughs> for thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, and like he he has good accents. He does good impressions. Like I'm so looking forward to second season of Loki. Yeah, yeah. and like he's one of those actors who I just I want to see in more things. Yeah, he really hasn't. Like he really doesn't do a lot yeah but he has stuck to like not stuck he has carried on being loki which Mm -hmm. i really enjoy yeah and i'm happy he has and i'm waiting for the day we see loki meet thor again because you know it's going to be either funny hilarious or very heartwarming yeah but like i would also like they it was a it was a blinking you'll miss it thing in one in one in the first season of loki but like imagine him actually playing db cooper like, that would be fun. You're, you're like, D.B. Cooper? <laughs> like, yeah. But, like, going on to the Loki stuff, like, even when they had... Why can't I think of the guy's name now? Classic... Owen, Owen cl- Wilson? No, classic Loki. Oh, um... Ah. Uh, yeah. You're, you're getting what I'm getting. Okay. You can picture him, too. Yeah, yeah. In classic Loki getup. But yeah. he was, like, magic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he was so... I gotta rewatch Loki. <laughs> But Owen Wilson was great in that, too. Yeah. But, but again, Tom Hiddleston does great emotional and then goes to, like, crazy. Like, when he comes back to Mo- Mo- Mobius, he's like, 
yeah, I had a good cry. Whatever. I've looked at this. Boom. And then, like, drops things. I have to watch Loki again, too. Why? Because apparently Ki Huai Kwan is in that show. The first season? Yeah, he's in six episodes. Or is this supposed to be second season as well? Maybe it's second oh, season. Maybe it's second season. I, would, he's in it I would think he'd be in second season. Oh, yeah, every second season. Like, Jesus. But so he's who, in most of the second season. That's is, pretty cool. Who is classic Loki? I'll get there. Still trying to think of it. Um, God why, damn it. Why can't I picture Because we like him. We know his name. Yes. God. It starts with an R. Richard. <laughs> Single letter. P? Nope. R. Close. E. E. Oh, E. Grant. There you go. <laughs> Richard E. Grant. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, we got onto a Loki talk. But yeah, Tom Hiddleston would be good for Doctor yeah. Strange. Love. And like from the very beginning, like. I was, Give him blonde hair, too. Uh, yeah. Like from the very beginning, I was Hiddleston as, as Strange Love. Mm-hmm. And like, I picked him in case you wanted to do all three. Because Hiddleston could have. Hiddleston could have. could have rocked all three of these. Downey Jr. could have done the president, but I don't think he would have been able to do Mandrake. I don't know. His his, his Sherlock Holmes is pretty convincing Brett. Right? It's true. But so. I feel like he would be too... Obvious? Obvious and too old. Hmm, maybe. Which is why I went for Strange Love, because, I mean, he is, what, in his 60s now? Somewhat, yeah, at least. And I, I felt like... I, sure, he could do the president, but I felt like Mandrake had to be younger. So, he ah, Robert Downey Jr. born in 65, so whatever that equals. Yeah, 65? Yeah, he's 58. Oh. So, younger than we thought. Oh, yeah. not as young. We said 60, he's 58. <laughs> We're two years off, okay? Hey, that's still... You know. Anyway. Uh, so? I should go back and watch Loki. <laughs> I'm going to go download it later. <laughs> Chris, where can they find us? You can find us on all podcast streaming services. Apple. iTunes. Apple is iTunes, but whatever. iTunes, Spotify, any of your podcast streaming services, check out Recasted. We have over 200 episodes? Some, no. Yeah, 300? Um, no, 200. Over 200, yeah. We have a lot of episodes. We've done a lot of movies. We have finally finished doing our directors. We are yeah. on season four, by the way. Yeah. You can also find me at the Canuck Comic Guy store, probably opening sometime in March of 2023. Speaking of March, we'll March be taking, we'll taking <laughs> no. no, we're going to be taking a bit of a hiatus to some do some moving. life changes, but we'll be back probably by the end of the month. We'll either be back. Um, starting in April with a new, with a new um, genre thing to do. We'll, new theme. Yeah, theme. Thank you. We'll put it out there before before it starts. If anybody who listens plays along, plays along, um, play along at home. Get your scratch cards out. Um, but we, we might we up. might drop a whole bunch of episodes if we get a chance to do them. But we'll probably be just taking the month of March off. Yeah, we gotta. So life life is getting in the way right now. So. Yeah. But it's so, happening. For reference, Tom Cruise is 61. And he survived Mach 10.3. But like, <laughs> I know. Three years older than Downey Jr. 
but he's also starting to look it. He is. Yeah. Like, that's the big thing with Thra- or, um, Tom Cruise. Because mm-hmm. you start to see him in things and you're like, oh. He's... Especially Maverick. He looks it in Maverick. Yeah, he's looking a little. Anyway. Everybody, we will get back to you soon. Watch no, a... Go watch whatever. Yeah. Watch Just movies. Watch movies. Movies are good. Listen to our podcast. Listen to all the episodes. I want there you to... go. You have a month. <laughs> Catch up. Bye, everybody. (laughs)